and, and you're going to stick with Sheila? That's what I've been. <laughs> so boring. How do you not? Like, <laughs> I love these two already. <laughs> How do you not upgrade your name? I'm, I'm glad that you could have these moments where you rediscover yourself right, as yes, we're moving forward. It. And just make sure you talk into the microphone. You can move it however you want. New levels, new heights, new names. There you go. Can you hear everything okay? Do you want it louder or softer in your ear cans? Awesome. You're good? I'm I'm fantastic. That's not what they're called? (laughs) Ear cans. I learn something new every day from you, Douglas. Welcome to the Asbury Park Vibes podcast. Asbury Park Vibes is dedicated to sharing information about the live music scene in the Asbury Park area as well as the bands who've traveled through. We thank you for tuning in, downloading, or just stumbling upon our podcast. And welcome, everybody, to Asbury Park Vibes. This is our podcast. I'm Doug, next to my trusty cohort and uh, gatekeeper, Diane. Hi, Diane. I've never been called a gatekeeper You're before. You're going to be Hi, a Douglas. gatekeeper today. Um, <laughs> And I got it. This is our fifth or sixth podcast in about a week. So we've, we we've gotten been, very busy. We have been very busy. Yeah, it's, it's funny. Maybe we should go into business or something. You know, we should come up with a name for this whole thing. <laughs> anyway, talk about uh, that later. <laughs> for those people who, who listen, you know, we, we tend to talk about music. Uh, but uh, we have two people here who uh, grew up in Asbury and have businesses in Asbury. And, and I was talking to Diane and I thought it'd be really great. Um, to talk to some people who've lived here their whole lives. So I want to welcome, um, sorry, uh, Soli. Hi, Soli. Hello. And Sheila to the podcast. How are you guys? Hello. Awesome. Hello, ladies. Excellent. So thank you for coming in. It's a Wednesday night. Luckily, there's no more baseball, so you have nothing to watch when you get home. So I'm sorry, yeah, I'm sorry about that. Baseball. I don't watch it at all. Me. Oh, right. <laughs> I'm weeping. So um, if, am I correct in saying that you're sisters? Yeah, absolutely. So you grew up together. Mm-hmm. So one of the things that we talk about a lot when we have people in here is about how Asbury used to be as opposed to what is now. You grew up in Asbury. Give us a sense of what Asbury was like when you were little. You know what, and, and you know what was quaint about it. When you look back on it, what really makes your heart warm about the way Asbury was when you were a kid? You know, where in Asbury did you grow up? What it was like? Um, well, for me, we grew up on the east side of Asbury Park. Uh, we're what eight years apart. Eight, uh, we're yeah. eight years apart. We. Um, <laughs> We grew up on the east side, but at, I don't think at that point there was so much of an east, east side or west. west. Yeah. Or we didn't we didn't catch that. We wasn't allowed anywhere anyway. <laughs> right. So, <laughs> you know, no sleepovers or all of that. But um, it was a lot of fun. I think when my mom purchased her house in 80, mm-hmm. it was about $16,000 mm-hmm. over 500 block of Seoul. Right. We were about two blocks from, from the beach. Back mm-hmm. then it didn't matter. Because <laughs> yeah. Asbury was Asbury, yeah, and we used to come outside, stand in the middle of the street, and watch the carousel. I mean, the, um, the Ferris wheel. The Ferris wheel. The Ferris wheel was going, and the Paris, the, the palace was open, mm-hmm. and we can go to the palace. That's how we would know it was open or not. Like we'd look down the street. What did that look like? Like on a Saturday night with the Ferris wheel and the lights? Because when you stand on the boardwalk now, obviously it's not there. The carousel's mm-hmm. not there. Right. It, that must have been spectacular. It was magical. It was, and there wasn't, yeah. you say the carousel, there was two carousels. I did not know that. Yeah, I didn't either. There was one in the casino and one in the palace. Um, and I remember, do you remember when Menudo came to town? 
No. Menudo King. Menudo King. Palace. Yeah. There's a carousel and a Ferris wheel. There, in the palace, there's a carousel and a Ferris wheel, and okay. then in the casino, there was a, there a, was a, a carousel. carousel. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then you can grab the gold. Um, they used to have, the you know, you rings. try to g- grab the rings. Yeah. If you got a gold yeah. ring, then you got another ride on the carousel. Okay. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. So we had bumper cars, bumper boats. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember the on the lake. Yeah. Yeah. So... People would come in from out of town for this. Yes. Right. right. Yes. So the boardwalk used Back to be then. so crowded, you had to walk on the right side. Mm-hmm. Or else the crowd would take you away. Oh, mm-hmm. wow. So each right side was going determined. And there was a roller coaster at some point. There was a roller coaster before Hurricane Drew. Mm-hmm. Oh. There was a nice roller coaster. Mm-hmm. In the I only even, hurricane I remember is Hurricane Gloria. I remember. Well, there was Drew too. Drew yeah. took took the roller coaster, and then we also had little sky things that you sat on and went from the one side ride. of the board, yeah. yeah, one side of the boardwalk to the other. Oh, kind of like what they have in uh, Great Adventure. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. yeah. Yeah. We had that yeah. too. Mm-hmm. Wow. So, were were you in Asbury when that started to get disassembled and yeah. fall apart? What was that like, mm-hmm. or what did it look like, or or why do you think that happened? Um. I'm not sure. I th- weren't there riots at one point? I th- but I think that was. I don't think we had. I think the business like just business slowed down. Still, yeah, business, business slowed just down. They were one by one. Every year, it kind of just started to dwindle more and more, mm-hmm. and eventually the boardwalk just closed. And I was like, sad. Like yes. it was really sad. Yeah, it, you just didn't have anything else to do. It used to point. go. There used to be um the the saltwater taffy place. Yeah, right. Yeah, saltwater. Yep. And at the saltwater taffy, I met um Roxy. What's it? Ronnie, take me home tonight. Ronnie oh, Specter. Yeah. yeah, I met Ronnie Specter coming out of and and the weird thing is that although we're black, we listen to. A hell of a lot of oh white music. Gosh, they would consider white music. Yeah. So I'm walking uh, out. I'm like, ah, sister, I yeah. <laughs> bon Other people are like, what are you, what are you talking about? about that? <laughs> Our family anthem is actually Bon Jovi living on a prayer. Yeah. Uh-huh. Every uh, wedding. Yes. Every wedding. Mm-hmm. That gets has played. to get played. Big, yeah. And you get introduced okay. into the family. Everybody picks you up uh, yeah. and Aww. jostles you around. <laughs> Yeah, bon to Jovi. Bon Jovi. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm glad that's never happened to me or my family. I have to tell you, I'm I had to warn my husband. I was like, okay, just this so is you know, this is going to happen. Like your initiation, you're not being attacked. They're coming to get you. Yeah. But some of the people who've come through mm-hmm. and they've talked about it. Yeah, there was the riot. Um, for some reason, I think I, I should know this by now. But uh, it was in the, 60s, in the 60s, late sixties or yeah. very 60s. early seventies. Yeah. But even later on after that... It was still, they yeah, were, it was still thriving. But there were, there, a lot of the people have come in and talked about that on the other side of town, there was a jazz club, there was a lot of rhythm and blues going mm-hmm. on, mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of black artists who were traveling between Philadelphia and New York would mm-hmm. stop in because it was sort of right in the middle. Right. Were, were you able to connect with any of that other music that was coming through town? No, I think we were too young yeah. at that point in time, and really... Um, where we were allowed to go was limited. Yeah, like very no limited. sleepovers, yeah. no. <laughs> I for the longest time until I ran for board of education, I um, I didn't know the difference between the the different like uh, Frederick Douglass. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. I didn't. Stephen I didn't. Stephen, and, yeah. I didn't know the names. I didn't know. I had <laughs> friends, you know, that lived in the different developments, mm-hmm. right? But I didn't know the names because I was not. It was school. Where, Track mm-hmm. home, yeah, because we're Haitian, so okay. you know it's a little, it's a little different. We weren't allowed to kind of venture out to 
you know, sleepovers. But do you see this as, was your mom just being overprotective or in looking back, do you think that was probably a smart thing to do? I think it was smart. I think it was smart. Yeah. Because I I found trouble anyway, but but, (laughs) (laughs) um, it's just kind of, it's something that's kind of ingrained in our culture. Right. Um, But once, once, yeah, it's not as, as (laughs) but as far as, you know, venturing out to the West side, once, you know, became a teenager and was able to kind of sneak out. Yeah, I'm going to go over my cousins, whatever. I did go to like the West side community center for like parties there. Yeah. I went to a couple parties there too. That was in its heyday. It was, it was glorious. It's one of those things that I know several people in town are focusing on trying to get up and going because there's no true place where kids can go and enjoy themselves. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, not enjoy themselves appropriately. Right, yeah. right, right. right. <laughs> there's, no, there's no outlets. Um, so, really. by, so by the time that you guys were getting closer to your 20s or finishing high school, the city had really kind of unraveled. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. What does that feel like, having a, a city that, you, that was so thriving before, and, and then when you finally got to the right age where you could enjoy that, those things were gone? It was gone, yeah. It, it was sad because even, like, with the decline of the city, it came like, you know, the status of someone who's from Asbury Park. It's like, oh, you're from Asbury? Asbury? Oh. Are you yeah, kidding? they think like, you're hood. Right. Or, or <laughs> like, it was a lot. Because even, okay, even the elements that they would look back on now and, and think were negative. Like, we had five percenters that used to be on our corner, right? So, five percenters are, um, it's not, is it a religion? Would you call it a religion? It's, it's been recognized as a religion. Okay, so certain. five our five percenters, the guys that would be on our <coughs> corner, you know, if you made it to that corner, you were safe. Mm-hmm. No one could do anything to you. They used to throw parties. If you went to the store and didn't have enough money, they would give you money. Like, it was almost like living in a small village where everybody was there to mm-hmm. guide you and watch out for mm-hmm. you. Yeah, it was like a you true know? sense of community. Like, yeah, know, huge. They used, to, they, used to, they used to close down our block. Right. Mm-hmm. And then... Um, pay the ice cream uh, man to just stand, to stand there and yeah. give us candy. Like it was, it was truly an open experience. Open the fire hydrants for us to run wow. through the water. Yeah, they're the nation of gods and earths now. Mm-hmm. You probably, yeah. probably and they they really invested in in the children at that point in time. They did, mm-hmm. but that was out of necessity because some of the other things were closing and and the town was changing. I don't know if it was out of necessity or. Just, just the like willingness, a way of life. yeah. Mm-hmm. It was just, their way. Just the willingness you know? to, because you know, a lot of the kids didn't have dads, or a lot of the kids didn't have the ability to to run after the ice cream truck and purchase um, something every day. So when they saw that happening, they would jump in, you know, and and like, come just, on, all you guys, come on, everyone yeah. pick something. You know what I mean? So no, it's something it's that, that's so sorely missing nowadays. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that sense of community is definitely yes. gone in a lot of places. Now, yes. I see a lot of that reforging in some places, but the truth is, you know, we're gentrifying, right? Mm-hmm. Completely yes. and totally. And there's a lot that comes that's positive with gentrification, but there's a lot that comes that's negative. It depends on what side of the street that you're standing on and looking at it. For sure. sure. Um, so that sense of community, we used to have Earth Day, mm-hmm. um, where everybody goes out and they're cleaning their yard and you help the neighbor clean yeah. their yard. They, they give you shirts mm-hmm. and you go up and down the street and you mm-hmm. help, you know, rake or blow. And if somebody mm-hmm. couldn't do it, then after everyone finishes theirs, they the whole neighborhood would them. go over yeah. to that house and mm-hmm. do that house. We don't have that type of stuff anymore. But how does it make you feel that as money's coming back into Asbury Park, there, some are potentially cashing in on the image of what Asbury Park used to be. 
Mm-hmm. While also maybe pushing out some of the original people pushing, who yeah, made yeah. that. And pushing a different agenda. So yeah, it's, it's, it, it's almost like the city is at its best and at its worst. Mm-hmm. All at the same Tell time. Tell you, Yeah, you, you don't know how to feel. Yeah. yeah, you know, you just, you don't know how, how to feel. Well, you, know, I, you have I one have, thing happening over here, and over there it's chaos. Like, yeah, it, right. I have an additional perspective <clears throat> on that, too, because there was a lot of minority businesses mm-hmm. in Asbury, right? And as cash comes in, instead of kind of sewing into the businesses that already exist, you kind of extinguish them and then start something new. Mm-hmm. Like, for mm-hmm. instance, we have a daycare, and there's a new daycare coming up, which is great. It's fantastic. I, I mean, we need, we need quality daycares, sure. right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. However, there was a grant provided to a group of people, and there was also, I, I would figure there was the option to seek out places that were already doing that and kind mm-hmm. of sow that money into those places and develop them, mm-hmm. as opposed to just starting something brand new you know, right, right. Um, I have kind of immersed myself, like tried to uh, put myself into the situation to help because it's a value. If it's a value to the parents, but I think it would have been doubly valuable if you sold into somebody in the community that was already doing it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that's what's missing in a lot of the development. Instead of finding people in the community that are already doing this and have been doing it, because we've right, had our right. daycare for 10 years. Okay. So we, we've built trust, you know what I mean? Yeah. The, the parents know that we have integrity when it comes to our business. Mm-hmm. They trust us with their children. Let's, let's talk of, more about your business, because you know, you know the, the, let's, the, let's transition their to business. That, yeah, tell us more about that um, mm-hmm. and what you do. And, so, and, um, start with so, the daycare. How long has it yeah. been there? What, what made you July think 2012. to make, make a daycare? What's the it name of her. it? Yeah, what's, what's, what's the name, the of, name of it? Two for Care Early Childhood Learning Center. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, the Two for Care, it's, do, like, it's, it's, it's a, a double entendre. Yeah. Yeah. So it's two, the two of us, for <laughs> care, right? And then we also wanted to eventually evolve into 24-hour care. So, oh, two, so two for care. That. Yeah, oh, that's cool. Care. Right. Yeah. But that didn't happen. We didn't turn into 24 hours. Um, but, you know, we've been running for 10 years mm-hmm. through Sandy, mm-hmm. through we COVID, yep. through stayed fires. <laughs> we've yeah. stayed, we stayed, we stayed open. open. We found a way to provide care um, for it. We, you know, Second Baptist had helped us um, when we had a fire. So they allowed us space and we provided care for that month that we were closed. We provided for free for our parents. Sure. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, well, especially during Sandy when parents weren't working Mm -hmm. and i guess again and i'd love to talk about the uh, pandemic um how do you make a living while you're also trying to provide for people who who can't afford your services well the thing is that i you know there are people that became rich off of this business Mm -hmm. i'm making a living but i'm not like stuffing my pockets full of money because during Sandy, what we did is a lot of child care centers charge whether they was open or closed, right? Mm-hmm. We were closed because we're on the old part of the grid. Mm-hmm. So if we were on the police station's grid, we would have been open. Because but we would have had power. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But okay. unfortunately, we and, didn't. And unfortunately, we're, the daycare is also on the same grid that our house is on. <laughs> <laughs> so if we had power, we didn't have power in one place, we could have ran to the other. But both yeah, of yeah. them. Both of them had um, power. So we did not charge our parents. Mm-hmm. Um, we know of other child care centers that they oh, charged. They, cashed it. they charged yeah, right. and they were getting, you know, stipends still. Sure. They, oh, yeah, they, they made yeah. a buck. We wow. did. But because we, we know yeah. a lot of our parents are hourly, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Our daycare is 99% subsidy. 
um, which means that a lot of the people, 99% of the people that are coming to daycare are living at or below the poverty line. Mm-hmm. So and they qualify for the free or reduced breakfast and lunch, yes, right? Okay. Which we do provide. Yeah, mm-hmm. we provide this. So, so we we consider that you know if we're closed and the parents are not going to work, they're keeping their kids home. They're not getting paid because they're hourly workers. They're mm-hmm. not salary sa- mm-hmm. salary workers. Right. So we could not, in good conscience, charge them money. You just spent the whole week without working. You had your child the whole week, and now we're going to charge. Now, granted, rent stayed the same for us. Yeah. So it was just about kind of figuring Surviving. out. Surviving. Right. Yeah. 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 How did you both get into daycare? Do you have um, educational backgrounds you had mentioned? Mm-hmm. Um, I do this weird thing where I get up one day and I decide <laughs> to take a test. <laughs> All right. I did it with, um, with real estate. I'm like, I'm just going to go. See if I can pass the real estate test. Which is right. a tough test. I passed the it the first try. Is that the Series 7? I don't know what it's called now, but it's, it's, called. it's pretty well, challenging. I'm going to spend more time with you. Could you take, I need someone to take the LSATs <laughs> for me. <laughs> and then um, I, I, years and years ago, I decided I wanted to take the Praxis, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, I want to be a teacher. So I had my summers off. I was a probation officer at that point in time. I'd never think of the toughness about you being a probation officer. <laughs> <laughs> I was a probation officer for 10 years. So I went and took the practice, and I passed the practice, and I was doing nothing with it. I just was a probation officer. Um, and I got married and divorced and relocated back here. Mm-hmm. So at that point in time, this girl right here, when they care, when they care, when they care, when they care. What happened was <laughs> I worked um, – I worked in Neptune with autistic children for about three years. And then um, I also worked in a group home for about two years. So, you know, that you're providing care. So you knew knew what you were getting into. Right, right. She did. (laughs) (laughs) And at where I worked with the autistic children, um, they, they, you know, they had all age ranges. They ranged from age three all the way up to like 21 Mm -hmm. in that particular school. And you could kind of bounce around a little bit. So, I liked the feel of just providing care. I, I did. And then I was, I wouldn't say a nanny, but kind of like, like part-time nanny work um, for a family, this doctor and, you know, his family. That was private duty. But um, from there, I was like, maybe I want to daycare. Like, I think I wanted, like, a 24-hour daycare. We don't have anything like that around here. I think that would, you know, it, it would really help out with the hospitals and, you know, the nursing homes. You mm-hmm. have people that, you know, the, they work the overnight shift. And true. I can imagine they, can't, they have a hard time finding care for I have to children. tell I've never heard of 24-hour child care. I like have that. not either. Mm-hmm. There, there is some. Um, there are some, but there's so many um, rules and regulations to it. You have to keep a full-time director on. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, it's very difficult to transition into. Sure, sure. So, um you know, then my, my sister came, and together we worked it out and opened our daycare. Yeah, I had the um, educational background for it. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, we ended up partnering. But at that point, um, I have a, a place in, in Franklin Park. I was always thinking of going back there. Um, and the lady that sold it to us, Miss uh, Carla Lane, yeah. <laughs> she was like, you're not going to be able to you're do it. You're not going to be able to do that. <laughs> I get the sense that when people tell you you're not going to be able to do something, you feel you that much it. more inspired. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. like, I'm going to, no, but I, I really, because I, I was do like, have no, control issues. I'm not, like, I'm not well, going. No one's going to tell you what you can and cannot do. No, like, I'm like, I'm going to go. But <laughs> I was like, right. I realized that your, it's your, it's your child care center. 
So regardless mm-hmm. if something happens with with you being there or you're not there, you're still responsible. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So being an hour and change away just wasn't going to work out. Of course. Yeah. And you can pay you know, you can pay people to, you know, work and train them as much as you can, but you can never pay Your someone business, to think you gotta like be there. You, you know, That's they're true. just not going to so we, we have great staff, but So you have this daycare and mm-hmm. from what I understand you've branched out into a couple of other uh businesses here in the area what are some of the other things that you guys have uh, moved into okay so our childhood home the house we grew up in you know that's two blocks from the beach um my mom god, god bless her look what sixteen thousand dollars saved for this house 10 bedroom house two blocks from the beach so i'm watching all of this go on and i'm like okay we're in this house we got to do something with it. Like, I can't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's this big, giant house. It's just my mom that's there. So, again, like my sister said, you know, we just wake up like, hmm. <laughs> yeah, we're going to gut this. <laughs> and, and that's what we did. Ended up gutting it, and now we have an Airbnb. Oh, that, wow. That's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. And, Airbnb. And, and, it's the and, anchor house. Has business picked up as Asbury has re-emerged as the cool place to hang out? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, it's called the anchor house, which, again, it's a play on words because, um, you know, anchor, short town, it's an anchor. But it's also a family anchor. Right, it's a family anchor. Um, I don't know if you know, being Haitian, what happens is people come from Haiti. And then all of, a, all of a sudden you have cousins and stuff, and they don't have anywhere to live, so they come live with you. Mm-hmm. And that's where they kind of start off. Sure. So it was the house, they call it Sul. You want to Sul? <laughs> you know, it's the house where almost everybody got their start. All these families got, we, we had a point where we had families, like a whole family living in a bedroom. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> and then so all their families got their starts from, from but, there. And, and that's a fairly common story among lots of immigrants to the United States. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't, I've never mentioned this to Diane, but when I first started teaching, I worked in Spring Lake, New York. Mm-hmm. In a Head Start program that was almost 100% Haitian. Oh, wow. um, and it seemed like everyone who was in the Head Start program. So it was pre-K, three, then two, and then there was a kindergarten. But everybody seemed to always have a cousin moving in. There was mm-hmm. something else coming mm-hmm. up from the islands who were living in. I did learn some good curse words, but I, I couldn't <laughs> yes. pick up much on the language. Douglas, I never told you that I did a, a Head Start program in Trenton. There you go. So yeah. this oh, nice. is how we ended up knowing each yeah. other. Ah, yeah. okay. So, yep, so we... Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, it's going to So... So you have this daycare, you, you have this uh, Airbnb. Mm-hmm. And um, then, because I guess we just weren't busy enough, yeah. I didn't make everyone's lives crazy enough, I said, um, so my daughter loves to cook. She's a very good cook, very good food, and she just enjoys cooking. She, it's her passion. She mm-hmm. loves it. I'm like, hmm. Yeah, food truck. She's, yeah. she's been cooking ever since she can make it to the stove. Like, yeah. pull up a chair. And so you have a food truck. Right. Yep. Here Kia's in Asbury. Kia. Yep. What's it called? Kia's Kia. And, and do they specialize in a certain kind of food? Caribbean soul food. Caribbean soul food. <laughs> right. I'm sure it's delicious, but the likelihood of me eating Caribbean soul food is as likely as me eating this table. Uh, <laughs> you can you tell me what? Surprised. She has empanadas. I like pizza. That, that's pretty oh, good. Oh, no, can no, you no, give me a no second? No and what is Caribbean soul food? So it's it's a fusion. 
So you have Caribbean food, you know, like Haitian food, Haitian rice cuisine, and beans. rice and beans. Well, the empanadas is Hispanic. Yeah. Um, you know, you have your jerk chicken, your Creole chicken, stuff like that, and soul food. Your baked macaroni, macaroni and cheese, yams, yams, mm-hmm. collard greens, fried oh God, chicken. It sounds so good. <laughs> oh, it is. <laughs> you know, I, I used to eat when I was little because mm-hmm. uh, my grandmother is from Puerto Rico. Oh, she used yeah. to make empanadas. Yeah, you gotta branch out. Yeah, I, I remembered eating them as a kid, mm-hmm. but she would make them with such delicate precision, where like she'd fold them over into, mm-hmm. and she tied like a string around it, and the whole house smelled so good. Yeah, and she yes, never yes. had a cookbook. It was all like everything's a, in the head. a touch of this, mm-hmm. a yep. pinch of that, mm-hmm. a little olive oil. Yeah, you got to yeah. make your way up there. Most of the time, she's on Bangs Avenue up the West hill, Bangs. Like, West mm-hmm. Bangs, right up the hill on the the the. Little the field, the, the field, yeah. Um, and she has different empanadas. She has turkey. She has a chicken, a chicken, um, a buffalo chicken one. Yeah. She mm-hmm. has a, a Caribbean chicken one, which and is like a saucy. One, I think yeah. the Brooklyn. That's so cool. Yeah, she made. Yeah, mm-hmm. I love these women she, entrepreneurs. Yeah, all three. They of them. make me feel like the laziest think, human being on <laughs> the planet. I think they are just awesome. We need more <laughs> yeah. of you. And then, I mean. I do have to explain the name though. The Kia Kia's her nickname. Her mm-hmm. name is Zakia Kia. And Kia is spoon in Creole. Okay. So Kia's oh, okay. spoon. Kia's Kia. I love it. Yeah. So, so yeah. between you and your daughter and your mom, <laughs> you have this like the whole extended family, you have these businesses. Mm-hmm. How has business changed or how, how you know, what are the changes that you've seen in Asbury say in the last ten years? Because you've been here this whole time. Well, one of them with the daycare is that um, code, code, the code changed, mm-hmm. right? So now it would be difficult for us to sell the daycare off because although we're grandfathered in, mm. you know, we're downtown. Mm-hmm. And they really don't want daycares down downtown. There's two that were downtown that closed. That there closed, was Karen yeah. Square. Is that because the the square footage is more valuable as a store? Yeah, exactly. they want pedestrian yeah. traffic. Okay, mm-hmm. right. So you know stuff that hipsters would want. Like they want the smoke shops, the massage places, yoga yoga mm-hmm. places, the clothing it's, store. It's just not. I don't think Asbury. Sense. I think Asbury is becoming less and less kid friendly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, dog friendly. It's certainly becoming more expensive. <laughs> Good point. No, no, yeah. you're absolutely yeah, it's, right. It's more, it's it's more expensive. But when you watch these developments, there's not playgrounds in these developments. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they're they're proposing a lot of um, houses, and on Lake Avenue, the houses are six hundred thousand dollars. Your average Asbury family, traditional Asbury family, is not going to be able to afford that. Mm-hmm. You know, and then down the street from our house, I think they did those townhouses. When they did the townhouses, the first proposal had a playground in it. But you know, once it's adopted, mm-hmm. you can make a very, you can vary, uh, a make a variance, yeah, yeah. and then take out the playground. So it's, it's, it has been very difficult because we would like to expand. We have, we have waiting lists. You know, how many students? Students? How many children? Students? Do you have in your daycare? We're licensed for twenty-seven children, okay. um, and because Asbury provides free pre-K, mostly we have, you know, um, babies, mm-hmm. um, six weeks, six weeks to wow. about three years old. Wow! Um, and we have people like on a daily basis, at least two or three people, because people are looking for things to do with their children, right? Even aftercare, like when the kids get out, like where do they go? Now, Asbury is providing aftercare, but that aftercare started October 24th, which means if you were a parent that's working and didn't have aftercare, you basically had to figure out something from September to, to October, October 24th. Until they got mm-hmm. up and running. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
And these streets and what are, do you do? These streets like, are, what do you these do? streets are dangerous. <laughs> yeah. Right? You know? Like one of the things that people don't talk about is there's a high level of shootings in Asbury Park. Right. Yeah, Over I there. hear about them, like, but I try not to think about it. Yeah, right. except if you're the parent, if you're the mother of a, a especially of a son, and we both have mm-hmm. young boys, mm-hmm. teenage, yeah. you know, it's a panic. Like, where are you going? How long are you going to be there? Who are you going with? How are you getting there? But, but has going? that changed as as the town has changed in, in the it last decade ha- or so? It just happened. It yeah. just happened. Just Over the summer, we've yeah. had at least five. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. But it's the, the other thing that's disconcerting is it's not talked about. You just had a campaign for city council and all that. Nobody talked about this. So it's almost like this is getting ignored. And as a parent here, you have the challenge of the school system, mm-hmm. right? And then on top of that, you have the danger in these streets for only a portion of the population, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And no one is acknowledging it. And I think obviously that's on purpose. They don't want, you know, they don't want this in the news. They don't want it out there because they, they want, want the migration into yeah, They want the people right, to come in, right. feel safe, vacationing. You're fine. It's okay. And certain people can afford to ignore it, mm-hmm. yeah. and certain people cannot afford to ignore it. Mm-hmm. When your child is killed in his bed. Right, we had a child. We had a student whose brother was ten years old and shot in his bed while he was asleep. Asleep. Mm-hmm. Right. We've had little little kids That's shot through the walls disturbing. of their homes. Like they're not even outside looking for trouble. We had um, a Haitian kid um, die. That he was a church kid. Like mm-hmm. literally, yeah. church Wednesday nights, Saturdays, Sundays. His brother was involved in something. The people came and shut up his house, and he died. Oh, that's terrible. Mm-hmm. Wow. Nothing is said. Nothing. That's terrible. Well, that, it's, That's terrible. It's unfortunately, in many ways, the, the politics of some elements of gentrification. Because mm-hmm. if that's in the news, then... And it's the double-edged sword. Then people right. don't want to invest money in. And then it sort of goes backwards. Right. But even you as as um, as a daycare, mm-hmm. how, has, how has the town changed from your perspective? Or even as the food truck person or helping out with that? Or even as the... As the bed and breakfast, has the clientele changed? Has has you know? Well, the Airbnb we I just started this summer, uh-huh. but just overall, obviously, the gentrification has helped. Our neighborhood has value. changed. Our yeah, neighborhood our neighborhood has changed, has changed a lot. Changed yeah, a lot. yeah, yeah so it went from mostly renters mm-hmm. to most of the houses are owner occupied. Do people knock on your door and offer you large monies in paper bags they, for your home? They, oh no, they, they just they send call. you postcards yeah, and call they you call. Them. and they text. And then and my text mother, you. my yeah. mother says stuff like, "Excuse me, did you see a for rent sign in front of my house? <laughs> you see for sale sign in front of my house? <laughs> Get away from my house! Call my daughters. <laughs> you give me, you give me two million dollars. I think about it. You know? <laughs> oh, so she's got a number. Just yeah, she's, the right she's number. throwing a number yeah. out there. Yeah. She's not thinking she's about not selling anything. Trust me. Um, where do you see the town going in, in the next, say, generation? You know, we're, we're mm. it's definitely changed. They built that giant hotel residence right on the beach. Oh, yeah. We're seeing lots of new restaurants. Yeah. Um, you had the battle because the, they wanted private. They wanted to privatize part private of the beach. beach piece. Oh my right. Uh, Asbury got uh, featured a few months ago in the Sunday Times travel section. And, really? But you yeah. also have these people buying in with abatements, right? They don't have to pay taxes for 30 years on so this, 10 years on that. School system. So Nothing's our school system, in. taxes are going up because the pie of people that's paying taxes is smaller mm-hmm. you know, than the, the people that actually reside here. Sure. And granted, the current administration is not the people that made the deals, mm-hmm. right? They're, they're not the people that, that said, okay, 
listen. However, right now the school system, because I was on the school board, right? Mm-hmm. The school system, it, it there's the taxes are going up because Asbury has to contribute more to the school system, mm-hmm. right? Because at some point in time, Asbury wasn't contributing much to the school system because this was an Abbott district, yeah, so but, we were getting a lot but of federal education funding. Funding mm-hmm. has changed yeah. drastically. So with, with the S two bill and other subsequent um, occurrences. You know, the, the the state is like, we're not giving you that much money. Mm-hmm. So now Asbury has to pick, pay their fair share, right, which is what, it, what the quote is. I don't know how we define fair anymore, but yeah. yes, they have to pay more. <laughs> but there's a vast difference. There's also a vast difference between fair and equitable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, yeah. So, but we all also seen that a tr- um, having school systems funded through taxes has always been bad for the poor. Right, you're mm-hmm. poor. It's gonna be funded through your taxes, so your school system's gonna suck. Mm-hmm. And then yep. you're rich. Right. <laughs> the, 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 the history of education in New Jersey has Redlining. always been that the state supreme court said that funding school systems through taxes is inherently unconstitutional, but there's no other way to do it. That yeah. there's no other plan mm. to do that. Yeah. All right. So now I'm feeling depressed. But <laughs> <laughs> well, what I want to know sure. is how these two women decided to go into business for themselves because honestly there are very few women entrepreneurs I feel right. um, and, and what what in your childhood led you to work for yourselves well from my perspective um, I wasn't working and I was looking for work I had come back and I couldn't get back into the probation system which I didn't even want to be in mm-hmm. but you know I, I was looking for a paycheck and this brainchild, she always has all these ideas. She wants to do this, and she wants to do that, and she wants to do this. That's, that's what entrepreneurs it, do. Yeah, it's yeah. just dreamers. What, what sticks? I just... Yeah. <laughs> so that's, that's basically how we got into business. She wanted to do that. So I'm like, well, I'm not doing anything else. Might so as well let just me, do it. But once I start doing... You know, once I get on something, mm-hmm. then I'm on it. Like I'm, I'm like gonna the know starter. I'm the one that comes in. Like okay, and I'm the Here's finisher. The and okay. she comes in and with the yeah. And, what is it like working through. with your sister though? Like you know, some sisters you know are, are get along really really well, but they say, oh, I would never be able to She's work. She's a together. pain in the ass. <laughs> I'm the baby. I'm the baby sister. And she acts like just, a baby. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just the baby. I'm gonna sister. tell you something. So like, it's so just like at, all right, the, at the daycare, our staff. Our staff is exceptional. Right, love our staff. So she comes in every once in a while. So they're like, (laughs) so if we need help, like somebody's gonna be out, and and a lot of our staff, their kids are there. So if their kids are sick, then they're missing. Sure. And then I'm like, well, do you want me to call Zuba so she can cover? They're like, no, 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 (laughs) no. We can, she'll come in. She has like ADD, right? She'll come in and she's like, I'm hungry. <laughs> All the phone rings. <laughs> she's like, whose water is this? Like, I have documented ADHD. I do. So I, it's hard for me to. The staff is like, it's an additional child. <laughs> yeah, but the, the people with ADHD are also the ones who can think outside of the box. And there, right. and there yeah. she is. And, exactly and, right. And the truth of it is, as Diane was saying, um, being a woman-owned business is hard enough. Being a woman-minority-owned business mm-hmm. is hard enough. Mm-hmm. So you've essentially pushed a very heavy rock uphill for quite a long time yeah. and, and are enjoying some of that success And are successful. Now. Right. Yeah. 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 I mean, and, 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 have a waiting and, list. And the most yeah. enjoyment <laughs> is, it's not even the waiting list because we've been open 10 years. So we're walking by 14 and 15-year-olds, right, <laughs> that we had. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That must be crazy. Yeah. It, it just recently stopped, but for a good five years, I'd be walking down the street and a little Mexican kid be like, Auntie Sheila! <laughs> <laughs> 
That's funny. Because those are the kids yeah. that we had. You yeah, know? sure. Mm-hmm. Um, there are a lot of things that are distracting. There are a lot of things that are difficult. And as towns grow and change, there's, there's always positive and negatives. One of the things that Diane and I really want to celebrate in, in, the, in Asbury is sort of the spirit of the town. Mm-hmm. Thinking about you growing up in Asbury, you having a business in Asbury, you living in Asbury, what do you love most about the town that keeps you here? I love the spirit of the people in Asbury Park, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of people tell you, we bleed blue. We don't bleed red here. Yeah, we bleed blue. We bleed blue. Blue bishops. <laughs> okay. Is that the high school team? Yes. Absolutely, yeah. Sorry, blue I don't bishops. know. Okay. Yeah, blue bishops, we bleed blue. So you have people that love Asbury Park so much. Mm-hmm. So so much, and that's what's kind of bittersweet because as Asbury gets better, quote unquote, a lot of the backbone of Asbury is being slipped away. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's it, it it's a, it's a very common story. We've heard about it in Brooklyn. We hear about it in Jersey City. Right. Uh, it it tried to grow in Newark, but sort of sputtered a little bit. Uh, there's a section of Queen Ridgewood Queens. Two years ago, it was dirt cheap to live in. Mm-hmm. There's an mm. article in the paper about it being the new place to be, and the rents quintupled. Wow. My God. So, do you it, think, where do they people, so like, where do they go? Like, if, if they come, if people come, and now they make it very hard for you to rent, right? Mm-hmm. Rent is nuts, right? Jersey City, there's I places even, where it's like $4,000 for like a same. It's like uh, trying to live in Hoboken or Manhattan if you want where to do you, Where places. do you go? And now you pick up, this is where my grandmother was, my great-grandmother was. Now you pick. You have to pick up your whole family mm-hmm. because you just can't afford to stay. Because yeah. even with the taxes, people that are on fixed incomes, their houses are paid off, they still can't stay here. It's expensive right. to live yeah. places. It it's it's mm-hmm. growing up incrementally, 6% here, 6% the next year, 6% mm-hmm. the next year. Um, so it's a very difficult thing. You know, uh, no, I agree. And, and I'd also agree, and, and, I, and I think Diane would agree, the people that we meet who are born of Asbury or reborn in Asbury, mm-hmm. there's a spirit about this town that you can't exactly describe, but it's, it's, it's really, we're willing to work hard. We're you fighters. Know, we've been right. knocked down yeah. a few times. Uh, Get sure up each and every time. Hurricane yep. Sandy mm-hmm. wasn't nice to Asbury. <laughs> no, um, fought through that. Yeah. So, yeah. But the other, the other thing, too, um, that you kind of touched on a little bit was um, there's a lack of um, equity in developing businesses mm-hmm. with minorities, because most of the businesses are are gentrifying too. They're mm-hmm. gentrifying too. So I know the conversation was kicked around Asbury Park a little bit, like trying to make it um, make businesses for minorities mm-hmm. and women or is, a little easier to achieve. Is there grant money achieve. for such a thing, or where do you go to find opportunities? Well, like there's, that? there's several challenges. There's the, the there's the, the funding capital. Mm-hmm. But there's also finding locations because mm-hmm. the locations, the prices of the locations are through the roof. Mm-hmm. Right. And then after you find location, then you have coding. You like so it's mm-hmm. like triple layered in in, in right. terms of and challenges. I imagine it's worse if you buy a you know some of these houses or buildings are a little on the older side, and they're certainly not. And you have ADA to have that money compliant. to pump, pump yeah. into yeah. it. You yeah, know? and they're not even taking that into consideration anymore for the sale price. 
It's like, I, I don't care that's this true. building is 900 that's billion true. years old. I don't, it's an Asbury. I'm coming in from New York, and I have, you know, I have coffers full with yeah. money. Yeah. Take this. Well, here's the question. If none of that were an issue, which I know it is for all of us, business owner or not in New Jersey, but if none of that were an issue, would you want to expand? Would, like, would you love to have your Tomorrow morning. Yes. Okay. I yeah. have at least three more business ideas floating around up here. Ooh, go, girl. Oh, my goodness. Do you have other family members that can work with you <laughs> yeah. Yeah. there's other people we can enlist yeah. what i love is that their yeah. business um kind of mirrors what they were describing their childhood as where where the community took care mm-hmm. of you know of you you know that the, the street closed down mm-hmm. you were all kind of like an extended family and that's kind of what your daycare is doing. yeah that's right, what I, right we yeah. just i i see it as a um at-home daycare that's just a, large enough for 27 kids. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we, we also say we don't take care of children. We take care of the families. Mm-hmm. Yes. Any, you know, any resources we have that we feel would be helpful to them, we absolutely you know, share the information, give them whatever, whatever we have. Sure. We definitely share that out. That's awesome. Well, we've been spending the last uh, half hour or so with uh, Soli, who's also known as Zuba, but we're going to call her so <laughs> Soli, and uh, Sheila. Is there a community of other people like you that you're working with to keep moving forward? Uh, Who do you? I mean, I don't need you to tell us names, but (laughs) you know, is there organizations that help starting businesses out, or or who do you work with? Um, I know that there's a few. There's the Launch Center right right there on Lake Avenue, right, which is um, who are they? Uh, the launch center, the launch center um, it's supposed to help uh, fledgling businesses mm-hmm. right they're the ones that's opening up the new daycare they had a grant from um, Jersey Mike's oh, Interfaith okay. it's through interfaith. all inter- okay. through Interfaith um, so I, they're set up to help people they're supposed to help people um, in terms of us being able like finding people to actually work with it's been a challenge yeah I'm, um, I'm the Call one of our cousins, girl. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm there's the always a cousin connected in yes, some manner, somewhere, somehow. Yeah, I'm gonna call one of them. And we try, <laughs> we try hard not to give up on Asbury, right? Yeah. Um, in in terms of what we try to do, but especially with the daycare, I've been pounding the pavement trying to find you know an additional location. Mm-hmm. A, um, I, I don't want to say separate because we would still keep that one. Mm-hmm. Um, it's in. As we're close to parents and stuff, we start to identify problems before they become a big issue. Sure. Like aftercare, the school system is slowly running out of money to provide aftercare because that's an extra service that sure. they're providing. They provide, right. um, so it's, I, I can see it being a challenge in the next year or two. Mm-hmm. And it would be great for somebody to, to have something set up um, mm-hmm. to help some of these parents, right? Um, but, but again, you find challenges and issues. It's and it's challenges. Land land is not available. Buildings aren't available. Mm-hmm. And if they are, it's almost like our kids are secondary. Like they don't. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like oh, yeah. let's make sure we take care of these kids. No, no, not here anymore. You know, take care of the dogs. That's it. Well, <laughs> yeah. Both Diane and I own dogs, so we can understand that. No, but, I'm, but not, I, I not to the exclusion dogs, of children. Right. Yeah, that's how it feels. No, like, that's that's happened because you you, you had people all. try to take over Library Park, right, for the dogs to make it a dog park. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. They, mm. At some point mm. in time, but there's no like 
other towns have parks and stuff like that specifically for children to play, mm-hmm. right? Outlets where they could blow off steam. We have the one basketball court uh, behind the, um, middle, the middle school. school. Mm-hmm. And then what? What else do we have? Where else can kids go? Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes, like, the school district had opened up Bradley Field for them to play soccer. Mm-hmm. So you have that. But at some point in time, like, the community did, did have to come and talk to us to, to let us open the field to keep it open because we'd close it, we'd lock it, they'd climb the fence, mm-hmm. or they'd go mm-hmm. next door to the neighbor, cut through her fence, yeah. and then get into it. So our kids, like, they need outlets. Yes. They mm-hmm. need outlets. So it's a matter of trying to, and I, like I said, I know several people that are trying to work on the West Side um, Community Center mm-hmm. to try to have something for children and families coming back, um, like developing programs and extracurricular activities. Um, I do know that the school system needs, you know, our support. Um, we haven't, we haven't had a great school system in. Mm-mm. Years. <laughs> no. And I know several people have tried and several people mm-hmm. have said they tried and they weren't trying. Mm-hmm. I'm not even going to go into that. I appreciate that's that. Why she, <laughs> that's why she got into the school board. Yeah. And that, but Trying that's, to make that change, that's exactly you know? because both of our kids went to Our Lady of Mark Carmel because we could not put them into the school system. Mm-hmm. Not my son. No, that wasn't happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but then I felt guilty because I could afford to do that. But what about the person that couldn't? Sure. No, I understand. But you're still, what's fascinating is you still come back. You're still drawn to the city. Yes, absolutely. This is a city we grew up in. We love this city. Yeah. Love it. You know, Asbury Park is, is, is my heart. Like, it's in my heart. I'm getting um, a tattoo of Tilly. <laughs> like, I love it. Yeah, she, yeah. Was, she, was born, she was born and brought straight to Asbury Park. I came mm-hmm. to Asbury Park and lived on Asbury Avenue, like, when I first got to Asbury mm-hmm. Park. H- have either of you met Bruce Springsteen? No. no, no. I met I Bon Jovi. Not. Oh yeah. yeah, I have not met. I met um um Scout Patty Scout. Oh, Bruce's she wife. She used to yeah. She used mm-hmm. to teach at the high school. Really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't, I didn't know, know that, that. for yeah. a quick second. Huh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's great. Um, yeah, bon Jovi. I met Danny DeVito. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, he's yeah. a big ass furry guy. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Never so been. so we met. Asbury is it's a special place. It, it is. In it addition is, to uh, your Bon Jovi initiation and your family, what other music do you like to listen to? Whether oh, it's all across the board. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I listen yeah. to everything. I love everything. Do you? Yeah. yeah. I listen to. Everything. Is there a local performer that you really love? Ooh, a local performer. Hmm. No, I can't. No. Say that. I, well, I, really I mean, I listen to rap battles. So mm-hmm. there's. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> <laughs> one does, one does. Lex, I'm kind of, a, I'm kind of geeky. She, she's actually from Asbury. So uh-huh. No, I like uh, in the summer. Is it the Springwood Park? They have. Oh, that's shows beautiful. The where they have people mm. come out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and then um, the Turf Club too. Yes. I don't know if you've ever been there where they have the jazz, the jazz musicians come out and perform in the, jer- um, the turf and, club. And aren't they refurbishing that? They, they're yeah. trying to make it into yeah. a more legitimate I know Councilwoman Yvonne Clayton put a lot of work into that where they, yeah. they, they, they had a lot, a lot of um, things. And I do appreciate that Springwood Park, you know, it's beautiful what they've, they've done. And, oh, yeah, and yeah, I yeah. love That's that nice. the Asbury yeah. Park Music Foundation also has lots of scholarships for Asbury kids. Mm-hmm. And they get to perform using professional gear. And then some local bands play. But and you had Lake, Lake House, too, was Lake doing House that. Like my, my, son, yeah. Yeah. my son attended Lake House. He plays the drums and he plays the keyboard. 
and they you know they they got to perform at the Asbury, mm-hmm. and then they got to perform at the House of Independence. Yeah, that's really cool mm-hmm. stuff. Right. Wow! So there there are people here doing genuine, yeah, and great the, the work. Big Brother, Big Sister. Oh yeah, Big Brother, Big Sister. Yeah. Was yeah. Phenomenal William over there at yeah, yeah, Big Brother, Big Sister Absolutely, is phenomenal. Yeah. They, and, uh, we they, met a gentleman from the Asbury Park African Music Foundation. Yes. I wish I could remember. And they were talking about the Turf Club, and and he was talking in in one of our last podcasts. Charles Trot, Mr. Trot, yeah. that's right. He was yeah. talking about, you know, back in the day, the rhythm and blues bands that were coming through Westbury Park, and mm-hmm. really such an amazing and rich history. And you such look, a at, and it's so crowd. tiny, yeah, right? It it's small. a tiny mm-hmm. little town, and there's so much like it's there's a so power packed little yeah. town, yeah. right? It's it's and it's beautiful. I, I just hope and pray that. Everyone that wants to be here can afford to stay here and flourish here. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And, and I have to tell you, I think that's a great uh, place for us to, to wind up. Yes. I, you do. And I, I, I sense your sincerity that, yes, everyone who wants to be here should be able to figure out a way to stay here. Um, Soli and Sheila, just give us the name of your daycare again. It's Two for Care Early Childhood Learning Center, 619 Bangs Avenue. And your bed and breakfast, your... Airbnb. Airbnb. Is Airbnb. there a difference? Airbnb. 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 Yeah. Oh, so what's... Where We're not making breakfast for them. No. no. <laughs> We're on Airbnb and VRBO. And what's um, the name of the place? The Anchor House. The Anchor House. Uh-huh. And the food so truck? Kia's Kia. Kia's Kia. K-I-Y-A-H. K-I-Y-E. Bring your yes. appetite. Yeah. yeah. I may it's have to try that. Happy, you so. will. You will have to try yes. Maybe she... Yes. Is it? Is it the, 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 the heat? Is it too, too spicy too for spicy? you? What, what's the... I want the... Bring the heat on. He has Puerto Rican heritage. Right. I have to tell you... I'm going to um, bring you summer and banana. Spicy food. I'm going to do that. Uh-huh. Like even looking at it, the bald spot on the top of my head, <laughs> it just starts to glisten. It glows. Yeah, like a, a pepperoni pizza can put me in an anaphylaxis. Oh Stop it. I am made yeah. out of like a, a, a highly fatty butter. I'm very squishy. You can melt really yes, easy, I right? melt very quickly. <laughs> My wife's here and she's agreeing. I do have the food palate of a 12-year-old. I admit it. If I could have pizza, a chicken parm, and a bagel every day, I'd be the happiest man on the planet. She makes a wicked chicken parm, too. Yeah. Yeah. She doesn't uh, do it on a food truck, but she makes it. Uh, I may just have to hang out with her. <laughs> uh, Soli, Sheila, thank you so much for taking yes, some time to chat you. with us. Thank it was a pleasure us. to meet some original really, Asbury really Parkers. Yes. Asburyans. Yep. Asburyans. <laughs> Born and bred. So yes. best of luck. Keep in touch. And uh, I'm sure our paths will cross again. Yes, Thanks, sir. All right. Thank, thank you, you so much for having us. Thank you. Bye-bye. Good night. Bye-bye.